Bones are amazing things. They hold us up. They support us. They make us strong. But bones have other uses. In the past, bones were thrown by diviners, seeking out the mysteries of the future. Now the bones are cubes, made of plastic or resin. But they still reveal things to us. As they fall from our fingers and rattle across the table, the story becomes clear. Welcome to Bone Throwers Theater, an RPG actual play podcast. Welcome to Bone Throwers Theater, playing Elements of War. My name is Aaron, and I am playing nearly headless Sam Faluge. <laughs> I am Archie, played by Ellie. This is Johnny, playing Chime North. This is Jeff, playing Jerland. This is Jeremy, playing Julian Illix. And I'm Jordan, and I am game mastering from a distance today. We have two people from a distance today. Yeah, so Maryland got hit by a snowstorm, but only selectively. Everybody on the south side of Baltimore got shielded by the bay. And those of us who are more northern did not. So that is where we are. But we are going to go ahead and have fun anyway. Woohoo! Woohoo! I love fun. I would hope so. <laughs> I hate fun. Fun's the worst. Fun is no fun at all. <laughs> Sounds like for our next campaign, we should do Sesame Street and everybody's Oscar the Grouch. <laughs> I'm okay with this. That would be fun. Would not be fun. Oh, yeah. It would not be fun. It would be the most miserable, most outrageously terrible, grumpy day ever. Previously on Bone Thrower's Theater, as Aaron mentioned, there was a bit of a fight, and Sam nearly got decapitated. Yeah. Thanks a lot, Julian. You saved his life. So, why did you do that again? <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> I mean, Julian's not a killer, even though he has killed. There's a difference between have killed somebody and being a killer. That's true. Fair enough. So who wants to go first? I think the group sprinting through the sewer should go first. Sounds fun. <laughs> Just so the last thing that happened isn't all for naught. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you are running under Consiglio, which is fairly common. You guys have done this before. It's almost like a second home. Oh, hey, yeah, we've passed that before. All right, so what are you all doing? We're running. We want to try and get to where Sam is. Do we know okay, where that is? Sort of. We have a general idea of Because we saw the destruction. True. We saw the destruction that the air elementals were causing from the surface. Do you still have a connection with Shade? Uh, no. Julian is connected with Daffodil, still. Okay. Also, I, I just rolled for Shade and I got an 8, so I just want to put that up. Well, lucky you. So we know it's in the center of the city, and we were only blocks away from there in the first place. So, that's where we're going. To the council! Yeah. Now, Chime has been in the center before. When I was a kid. Chime might not even know that that was the center that he was in. Yeah. I was a kid, I don't remember anything like that. Okay. Uh, Everybody who is in the sewer running, go ahead and roll your running. Nice, I have running. 
I don't. It's under physique. Bezik. Oh, that's on the wrong guy. 14. 14. 19. 8. 29. Woo! Cool. So I am imagining that Archie is going first, Julian is second, Jer is third, and Chime is a rhino from the Dumont. Chime is bringing up the rear. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Archie, go ahead and roll navigation for me. Navigation is under knowledge. Knowledge. Nine. So with a nine, you are going off of what you think is the right direction towards the center of the city, but you keep on finding yourselves making turns at dead end. Yeah. Sorry, guys. And you're pretty much leading the group. So, Julian, go ahead and roll navigation as well. Navigation. Oh, that's not good. Not very navigatus. Navigatus. Ah, but I yes, you are like my well die. Boom, boom. <laughs> of course. Of course. Why does that always happen? We should be exploding. I ones. got a seventeen. Exploding one. <laughs> Jeff would bone. I'm down. <laughs> so Julian, you are able to make sure that Archie the Juggernaut is able to stay on course. Stay on target. So you are able to get there, and you reach a point that is sealed off by a grate. Ours is about the thickness of a human finger that's sealing off the sewer. That's not very thick. Water will cut through that at no time. Alright, so we want to get through that grate. Come on, water jet. Yep. Water jet. Do like a high pressure water spout thing to... Or flame jet. Cut through it. You go high, I go low. Meet in the middle. That's a lot of steam. Why I said you go high, I go low. Yeah. (laughs) I'll cut it where it's submerged and you get everything else. How's that? I did not make it, guys. Julian is also going to put his uh, 16 heat sensing scope on his rifle. Okay. I got a 16 for my extra normal. Sounds good. I guess scope is the wrong word. Like a display. It's like radar, but with heat sensing, so he gets pains. Gotcha. Now, are you specifically looking to see if somebody's coming in front of you, behind you? What are you hoping to accomplish with that? Yeah, I want to see if anybody's beyond that grate, if there are any heat signatures beyond that grate. Okay. So, it gets a little washed out with Archie's flame ability, I would imagine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the water... Jared, go ahead and describe how that feels to erode away this grate. Well, using the the debris and sediment that is down here, I use it to sort of make a, a sandblaster sort of deal. That's cool. I have it like swinging back and forth between the different pieces of the grate, so it's sort of like weaving in and out, making like a, a saw that's moving back and forth between them. And Very cool. Cutting through it. And what was your second roll? I know you got 16 on the first one. I guess I rolled 17. Okay. For, I guess that's alteration. All right. So with a 17, you're able to make it through several of the bars, but it's still pretty well attached on the sides and the top as well. 
this isn't just like a, a grate that's like going one way, but there are crossbars as well. Okay, I figured. Thank you. It's like a grill. Now, there are they individual pieces of metal, or is it like woven, welded together? It's all welded together. Okay, right. You can hop in at any time here, Archie. <laughs> Um, unfortunately, man, uh, I was only able to conjure and not direct it toward the bars. Sorry. I did not roll high enough, guys. <laughs> How many bars is it vertical versus horizontal? I would say that there are about 30 vertical and about 45 that are going horizontal. Okay. And there's a couple of centimeters between each one. We just want enough that we can get through. That we can squeeze through. Yeah. Try again? Try again. At first, you do not succeed. Be awesome. I made it, guys. 15. More awesome. I got 20 this time. I said be awesome. I was able to control the flame jet. Uh, I was going high, correct? So I am tie yeah. again. Able to melt some of the bars away, I'm guessing. All of the bars are All of <laughs> Speak it before Jordan does. <laughs> I love how you're trying to will something into existence. <laughs> so you just see dripping hot metal, and we just rip the rest of the bars off, and we just run through. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, it definitely softens up about a third of the bars. Okay, That's enough. okay. That's, that should be enough for us to fit through. With what I've already cut? Yeah. Yeah. So now now you've got to go ahead and pull those bars down. All right. Use your massive strength. Call up to me, guys. I'll help. Spray some water on it. Yeah, I'm going to pull it down first. Pull it down first. I think you got it. 15, 17. 17 to cool it down rapidly, causing the metal to break. So Jer flash freezes, essentially, the bars, like puts a jet of steam on it causes them to be brittle and then Archie you're able to smash through hopefully hopefully 22 you've made very difficult on the generic difficulties charge so we will allow that to happen so you grab the bars and you go ahead do you wrench them down do you shove them out how do you handle that push through them I back everybody away, I back up, and then I start doing some backflips and just like karate, no, I'm kidding. Um, no, I just grab them from up top and wrench them down with as much strength as possibly. Triceps, man, biceps, come on. Lats. Lats. Oh, yes. All right, so you are able to get past those. All right, now we're past the security fence. Onward. And you notice that there is an immediate marked difference in the quality of the construction material. Okay. All right, then. Instead of, like, just raw, undressed concrete, now there's, like, tile. Nicely tiled sewers, brightly lit and everything, too, right? Yes, actually. It seems like there are lights that move with you as you are going through. Oh, crap. Dang it. Like, as you enter it, then lights go on. And as you move through the different tunnels, lights turn off behind you as well. Oh, so they're motion, motion triggered lights. So they know exactly where we are. Yep. I don't care. <laughs> Julian says that. I don't care. They should know. So they need to fear us. 
Julian's looking for cameras. Mm -hmm. I was about to say the same thing. All right, so if you would like to look for cameras, go ahead and roll for that. Investigation. Security. I would say security would be the best choice. Oh, come on. I think it's more of a perception thing because we're not trying to do anything with it. it's more of a persuasion. <laughs> You're persuading yourself that you see cameras. I don't, I don't see any cameras. Uh, yes, you do. So, really, uh, uh, okay. security? Yeah. What I would do is I would do like a perception check, like search. If you are successful, then you will need to bypass them. And if you're going to bypass them, then you would use it. That makes sense. Yep. Okay, so search. I, I rolled a 12. Oh my goodness. Whoa! Yahtzee. Yahtzee. <laughs> I just rolled all sixes. On what, four dice? Yes. Yeah. Oh. oh. So it sounds like you rolled a 25. Almost. 27. Uh, no. Plus two. A 29. Dang it! It's two away. <laughs> okay. So, as you are moving deeper into the very nice council-approved waste sanitation system, you are seeing pretty much security cameras at every juncture. Do we want to try and bypass it? I'm sorry, what was that? Uh, out of game, we're just questioning yeah. do we actually want to try and bypass these i think in game julian is still feeling a sense of urgency and doesn't want to waste time trying to bypass 50 security cameras yeah like if anything we do to him is just shoot them yeah that's just a waste of bullets at this point <laughs> i heard what jeff said just so you know yes but you did hear what jeremy said <laughs> I think it was something along the lines of shut up, don't let Jordan hear you. <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> Not this time. Means the same thing, essentially. But <laughs> yeah, it means the same thing, but it, it's not what he said. <laughs> Alright, so what would you like to do? Uh, either torch them or just ignore them. Are they, I'll just hit them with my axe. Are they fixed like on the wall or are they like moving cameras and we see them moving? They are fixed, but there's like at each juncture, there's one do looking down each juncture. Okay. Also, Jer, if you wanted to aggressively hit them with your axe, you would have to jump up and to swing at them. Oh, man. Which might be hard going through water unless you want to like do something with water. I could Aquaman it and stand on top of the water, making it easier to reach. Hmm. Since there's so many, Julian would just not bother and would yeah. just keep going. Right, if it's not an easy, quick destruction of them, then I'm not going to bother with them. Yep. Okay, sounds good. There are klaxons that start going off. Julian, do you have your sense elementals ability up? It's probably been more than 24 hours. I think I recall saying last session at some time, my vision's about to run out. Uh-huh. Sounds good. Which is part of the reason for the heat sensor back on the gun. Alright, so as you are going forward, are you maintaining the same order that you were going before? Either that or Julian would take the front. I think... Julian took lead with Archie got lost. Yeah. And also because of the heat sensor. Yeah. If anything, I think Archie would be second. Chime is in the back, though? Chime is in the back. Cool. <laughs> Time all of a sudden you are underwater. Also, I'm under the water. Well, you're still standing up, but yes, you are underwater. I'm standing up underwater. 
So, like, I fell into a hole, or the water climbed up over me? The water surged up over you and surrounded you like a pseudopod. You shrunk. <laughs> okay. Sort of like in... Uh... Can I stick my hand out of the water? No, the water surrounds your skin. Okay, so this is what I do. While holding my breath, of course, I draw my pencil, and I shoot backwards through the tunnel from the direction we were coming. So away from the party. Correct. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> okay. What is your shooting skill at? Marksmanship. 3D. Okay, go ahead and roll 2D. Okay. Oh. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, gosh. I rolled two with two dice. Great. So I rolled zero. No pluses? No pluses. Do you have character points? So you I cannot have points. roll a zero. So I can roll two. Oh, with my one gosh. character point. That's terrible. All right. Well, the act of trying to fire a gun that is completely submerged in water definitely ruins the gun. Not pistols. We just watched Mythbusters on this yesterday. But yes, I, I failed at shooting the gun. You are still underwater. Yeah. Okay. Since I can't shoot it, I throw my pistol towards Jer. Okay, go ahead and make me a throwing roll. Oh, much better. 16. Oh, at least you can do that. You fling the pistol at Jer, uh, and a pseudopod of water stretches out like a, kind of like one of those slingy hand toys that would stick to things. So your gun is basically doing that. And we're going to go ahead and say that it sticks to Jerry's back. You have a wet pistol stuck to your back. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Do you turn around? Yes. What the? <laughs> I use my extra normal to, you know, fight the water with my own water and pull the water down away from at least its face with a... 18. Now, are you trying... How are you trying to fight it? Are you trying to pull it off of... Yeah, I'm trying to, like, move it away from his face so that he can at least breathe. Pull it all the way off of him if I can. Okay. So, at 18, you are able to push a a breathing space in the water for just a moment. And then it reflows over Chimes' face. How much noise is this making? Oh, it's making a lot of sloshing noises, a lot of watery, watery noises. So Julian would peer back and look over his shoulder to see what all the commotion is. Well, you also would have heard me say, what the? Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so you turn around and you see Jerry's holding his hands out, trying to get this water thing off of Chime. And it's starting to extend like pseudopods of high pressured water and spinning it around Chime's body like a buzzsaw and it's coming at you. Like, it's picking Chime up and it's coming at the rest of the party. What does Julian see on the heat sensor? Does he see anything in that direction? Hot water. But no, like, other blip other than the water? Correct. Oh, is this a rogue? Must be. Alright, I'm going to fake point. Drop a fake point. Double my dice. I'm going to do my best to rip 
this elemental away from time. 32 to fight this elemental. I like it. Me too. <laughs> so the elemental drops off of time, but the water levels start to rise in the tunnel. Are there any uh, access ladders to surface? Go ahead and roll me search. And this is a free search for those of you who are not involved in trying to fight a water monster. <laughs> I got a 19. A three? <laughs> I'm literally just watching the show, okay? So, unfortunately, you do not see any others nearby. Oh my gosh! Move, move, move! I shout to everyone. Yeah, Julian can't do anything but try and get away from this water. Yeah, same. So let's go ahead and take a brief break, and we will be back right after this. If you like dungeons with dragons in them, check out Asmosu. Phil, there's no dragons in these books. I'm trying to reach our target audience. Hi, everybody. I'm Metz. I'm Phil. And we're the hosts of Alzebo Soup, a literary podcast that focuses on analyzing long-form speculative fiction with a focus on the author Gene Wolfe. We really like to dig into the novels, going real slow and analyzing every little aspect of these books. Phil is so excited about it, he has a shovel with plus three to digging. <laughs> is that? Okay. No, that's not a sad uh, is that at a all. Thing? Can, can, I buy, can I go to the Dungeons & Dragons store in the Dungeons & Dragons game and buy a plus three shovel? Please, please, please say yes. Absolutely. Okay. Here. I'm going to roll to buy the shovel. You fail. There are no shovels to buy. This is nothing like our podcast absolutely not listen to alzebo soup at alzebosoup.libsyn.com or where all fine podcasts can be found we're talking about itunes and spotify and we have returned so the water levels are rising you all have not seen a ladder what are you doing next going as quick as you can running and looking for a way out I'm going to use the water to help us move quickly through the sewer. Okay. It's going to be a very, very, very high target number. Okay. But you can try. Dropping. Dropping. Okay. Not Nope. <laughs> a lot of twos. I like it. 31. So you go to to try and have the water help you as you have done many, many, many times in the past. Yeah. And there is a force within the water that is resisting. Not just one. It feels like multiple forces. Oh, man. So I can't just punch the one and be like, I mean, if you wanted to try and punch your way through 20 different water elementals, you could. Oh my gosh. This is the water version of what we saw last time. Yep, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> is it like holding us stationary and or pushing us through the tunnel or? It's trying to drown you. It's just rising? The water is rising, rising, rising. Okay. Guys, I can't fight this. There's too many. Archie's going to look to Julian and just give him a look like, so what's your next plan? We need to get out of the sewer. You can only speak to one element at a time, right? Yep. Dang it. 
Do you still have the, uh, the glove? Oh, yeah, his elemental glove. I mean, that might work if I knew where one was. Alright, fine. Julian is, is going to put on the glove. Actually, two. He has two. He's going to put on two gloves. And he's just going to, as the water's rising, just start to try and find out if he can grab anything that actually is going to stay in his grip. Because if it's actual just water, it's not going to stay in his grip of the glove. But if it's the elemental, it sure. might. All right, sounds good. We'll give that a try. Okay. All right. What do I roll for that? <laughs> brawling? Is that a brawling roll? It sounds like it. Your actions, your performance sounds like brawling. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Fifteen. Ooh. How short is that? It's not short. Ooh. When you're batting your hands through the water, you feel like it connects, but something, it just slithers right out of your grasp. He would keep trying. If he didn't grab onto okay. one, he's going to try again. Sounds good. I'm going to try to. Splash, splash, splash. <laughs> 16. Alright, you're able to snag onto something. And the water elemental feels odd, like the texture is spiritually gelatinous. <laughs> you is squishy! So, Julian grabs on, and he's gonna put a second hand around what that so he has a better grip. What is the resistance like? Thrashing and wriggling, and if you didn't have these gloves, you would Definitely lose grip of it immediately. Well, I couldn't grab it without gloves anyway, so yeah. Julian's gonna start to squeeze it. Alright, that sounds like brawling again. Not bad. Nineteen. I rolled an eight. Sounds like you have a pretty good hold on this thing. Yeah, is the water doing anything differently? Now that Julian is captured one? Yes. It starts to get more agitated. You start feeling like a clockwise circular pull on the current of the water. Chair, can your elemental talk to these things? Tell them to stop? Yeah, tell these things to back off. I don't know. Let's try. They're going to listen to your elemental more than they're going to listen to me, and I can only talk to one. If it has language. Persuasion or charm? Intimidation? Well, it depends on the approach that you want to take. Do you want to be aggressive? If you want to be aggressive, then that would be more of an intimidation role. If you want to try and soothe them, then that would be more of a persuasion or a presence role. If you want to try and lie to them, you could with a con. No, I'm not going to lie to them. Being water, they could sense my motive anyways. I'm going to try for intimidation. I rolled a nine. So you're trying to intimidate your elemental into helping you communicate with these others. Okay. I'm persuading the one that I'm connected to. Yeah, my bonded elemental to intimidate the other elementals. All right, so let's go ahead and start with that. I would say that a persuasion role would be better to work with your elemental, if you know what I mean. 
Okay, so should I re-roll? Yeah, go ahead and re-roll. That was worse. I got a seven to persuade my elemental. It's listening to you, but it's not completely convinced. It's not going well for me. Guys, I don't think it's going to work. You could always spend a character point. I only have one left. Character point. Um, you have 34. Did you guys boost at all before we uh, started today? I did not. And I did not on purpose. He has 34 written down. Did you update his character sheet? For I have not updated his So he actually has 45. So I got 45. You get 45 to work with. Yep. Sure, I'll use character point. You get eight. Nine. Thirteen. You only need two more. Fifteen. You got it. <laughs> you got two. <laughs> with three character points. It's good to know that Jerry's rolling right on track. <laughs> this is terrible. You're successful, though. And so your your elemental is now convinced to help you communicate with the myriad that's surrounding you. Now we got convinced. Uh, okay, so others. my presence is like trash. So this is going to be really hard. Should I roll my extra normal since I'm talking through them, or should I still use my presence? So here was what I was going to do. I was going to let you use your extra normal, right? and then add your persuasion dice. So that would be like 6d plus 2, it sounds like. Yeah. Okay. Can we can't buy my car with yours. Yeah. That That's is a bad. good roll. Not bad at all. Nothing less than the 3. It's 34. That's fantastic. So what does Jer and Jer's elemental want to say? Okay, going with persuasion... I want to say you are not bonded. You do not have to do what you are told. However, if you will join forces with me, we can fight against those who would try to ensnare you and contain you and prevent you from flowing free. They don't seem super excited about helping you, but the water level starts to recede. It's not helping I appreciate you're not trying to kill us. They send you a mental image of a pool at the center of the city center. Okay. And there are 20 odd people that are completely submerged laying in a pool, like at the bottom. So these elementals are actually bonded. They are bonded. Wow. Are they captive? Held prisoner against their will? No. They do this to help. To help who? To help those they are bonded to. Are those they are bonded to the ones that are imprisoned? They are in hiding. Who are they hiding from? The council? Affirmation. Fair enough. We fight the council. They mourn your loss. I am here to heal what has been broken. <clears throat> they were too. And now they're just a stab upon the wound of the city. Will you help me heal this city? We must first remove the infection. 
and those that caused the wound to spread and deepen and inflame. Sounds like you'll need another persuasion roll for that. Okay. That is not good. Thirteen. If you can staunch the wound, then they will help you rebuild. That is fair. Will you allow us to pass so that we may do so? You just had a little bit of a Moses moment as the water drops and moves up to the sides, leaving a, a mostly dry pathway. All right, so keep in mind that this has all been in Jeff's head because uh-huh. it's elemental yes. speaking. So in the background, you just see Julian wrangling with something in his hand, and then the water goes away. <laughs> what is he actually holding? Nothing. Right, the water just drops, the elemental does too. Oh, because it stops trying to... Yes. All right. <laughs> so all of a sudden, you're, you're like your hands clap together unexpectedly. Uh, are we standing in water at all? No. We are now on mostly dry path. But there's walls of water on the side of this. Yes. Correct. Not hearing any of the conversation, Julian would just shout out, now's our chance, run! <laughs> and he starts beelining it. Yep. Uh, I will say thank you and then start hoofing after them. Archie, what do you think of this development? I think Archie would give a head nod, but at this point he'd just start running again. Yep. And Julian's looking for a way out. Not going through the tunnel anymore. He wants to get out of the tunnel. Well, the nice thing is is that the open water pathway leads you to a place where you could exit. Um, Julian, I imagine you're still running ahead of me. Yep. If Julian sees the exit, he's going to be like, come on, exit here, let's get out. Okay. So it's a ladder that you all can climb. Okay. So you're going to climb the ladder and slowly open the hatch, lift the cover or whatever. He's not just going to burst out of it, knowing that they're probably in the center complex. So. All right. You open up the hatch that would allow service members to access it, and you find yourself in a small, like, custodial area. You know, concrete walls, sinks, mops, some pipes, a breaker box, that kind of thing. Okay. And there's, of course, a door that you can exit here, too. Any heat signatures? Uh, not in your immediate vicinity. Okay. So Julian would go to open the door. Okay. You open the door. This is the most sumptuous hallway you think you have ever seen. It is completely lined in black basalt with murals of the exploits of the council etched into the walls with gold filigree. Yes, quote-unquote exploits. Aaron was doing air quotes. So, and this hallway is tall. It is like a good 15 meters tall. Mm. Wow. And it's about about 20 meters wide. That's a big hallway. It's its own building. What are you talking about? Yeah, you step out onto the black basalt floors, like the echoes of the your shoes, the squelching noises from the water and everything that if you can hear the echo reverberate for several seconds after. Are there any windows? No. Doors? Besides the one we came out of? Some doors, yes. Like the door that you actually, when you close it, it actually seems to disappear like it's a hidden panel. Okay. 
Hmm. Another question. Has there been any chatter from Daffodil since Julian was still connected and is going to maintain that connection for as long as he can? No. There has not been any chatter from Daffodil. In fact, Daffodil seems to be receding. That's right. She better be running away. Who said she was running? She might be going to get reinforcements. So when you say receding... Like, not physically close to you. Okay. Julian would, at that point, the four of us come out, we'd be like, we start checking doors. We We gotta know where we are. Archie begins checking doors uh, going up the hallway. So to me, it would probably be like it would fall under the perception attribute, probably investigation. Yes. Investigation. Oh, I'm it. working on it. Um, Yay. The oh, my gosh. You got to be kidding me. <laughs> that is a bad, bad roll. Yeah, it is. That looks like one of my rolls. I got 10 with 6D. <laughs> I got 23. Chime, you seem to remember this place. It seems familiar to me for some reason. Julian wants to access the memory of Katari coming out of the um, center of the city to see if he can recall anything about this place. Okay. So you all said you were going to open doors and everything like that? Julian, you got a 10. Jer, what did you get? A 12? Jer got a 10. And Archie? 6. And Chime, you got a 26. 23. Okay. So, you all start opening the doors, and it seems like some of it is just general office space. Some of them are, like, food preparation areas. Some of the doors look like they open up into, like, apartments. Do they look lived in? Some of them do. Do they look trashed? Like wind has blown through them? No. But Chime. Yes. One of the apartments looks very familiar. Okay. I want to stop, but I'm going to investigate that apartment a little bit more. That's 17. Okay, so it is decorated in reds and oranges. It's much warmer than the other rooms that you've been in before. Uh, Is there any indication of who the room belongs to anywhere? Yes, there's a fireplace. And there's some portraits above the fireplace. Okay, I look at the portraits. Uh, You see pictures of your father and your brother. But all of the images of you have the eyes scratched out. All right, then. Anybody mind if you just burn this room? I think the room wants you to burn it. It would only make the room stronger. Or drown this room? So you said the room feels warm. Is there, like, any embers or anything in the fireplace or anything like that? Yes, there are some. Like, the fire is fully roaring. Oh, okay. And also, in addition to that, it looks like the damnedest waterfall you have ever seen in your life. Or more of a lava fall in one corner. Hey, hey Jer. Hmm. Come on. Come in here and help me out. What? 
Aren't we just kind of searching for someone? I think we need to put this fire out. You hear from down the hallway, Julian's shout out. I was like, um, I'm not sure we're in the right place here. This does not look like a bunch of air elementals wreaked havoc in this building. Archie screams out, then where the hell are we? We're in the council's chambers. So Julian then is going to go back to each room and see if he can identify some individuals or take note of individuals he sees. Okay. Go ahead and make me another investigation roll. Ah! <laughs> Seriously? Oh. I'm going to switch out this wild die. Uh, yeah. Not as bad as last time. Twelve. Just barely not as bad as last hey, time. It's, it's <laughs> two extra. If I need to spend character points, I will. Well, you recognize Chime North and his brother Choler. Is it worth me spending some character points to try and... He's looking in the other room besides this room. I'm looking in all the rooms. Yeah. You recognize Katari and Katana. You recognize Sam's old military... Del Linden. Del Linden. Then there are some nondescript people that you don't recognize. Okay. What is the relationship of the specific rooms that he recognizes? Like, where, how are they laid out? Yeah, is there any specific order? Yeah. We use new, the flame, air, and earth. We would know. Are they yes. somehow in like close proximity to each other? Correct. And in those rooms, as in the north room, does indications denote what element? Yes. So like the air room... How, air is a little hard to describe, so we'll move on. Earth is... Uh, <laughs> Earth it definitely has a lot of like a more natural feel, like a more grounded type of feel. Like instead of actual flooring, the floor is is actually soil. Hmm. It's covered with like a lichen, kind of mossy type of approach. There's a lot of naturalistic decorations in there. Venus flytraps, cactuses, yep, vines hanging from the ceiling, bamboo lining the walls. Air, the room is dark. You try and shine a light into it, and there's, it must be some sort of optical illusion or something. It seems like the light is absorbed. It's interesting, but it wouldn't surprise Julian. The water room has a waterbed. I'm looking for photos in the water room. <sighs> there are some. Is there anybody we recognize? No. But those four rooms are in a row or across the hall from each other, but they're all contained in the same part of the hallway. Correct. Well, in that case, this is Pete Julian's interest, and he's going to try to investigate all the other apartment things and yeah. take note of faces and anything that would possibly indicate a council position. All right. One room has like a war room table set up in the living area hmm. with assignations of troops and numbers of like heavy artillery and heavy equipment. I'm assuming you're listing off commons at this point because that sounded like the general. Mm-hmm. Yes. We all know this information as players, but not characters. One room has an artist's work area. Looks like they were working on a marble statue of an animal in pain. 
Mm. The sculptor. Yep. Another apartment has rows and rows and rows of filing cabinets and computers. Was it a programmer? Or? The administrator. Administrator. And all of this is happening while Sam is buried up to their neck, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we know. It's so easy to distract players. One of them actually has a room in it that looks like Julian's apartment. <sighs> the newspapers and everything everywhere. Wait, uh, okay. Looks like Julian's apartment or looks like Julian's apartment? <laughs> Wait, copy Julian's apartment or... No. The the chaos resembles somebody who is trying to sort through information. <laughs> okay. Like, photos of all of you are on the wall. There are red strings attached to it. There are different notes pinned up on the wall. One of them says Animal Sanctuary. One of them says Rednecks Near. Another one says Bridge Collapse. And then there is a book on the table a single like leather bound volume uh nondescript nothing on the cover on the cover it says words and sayings of the prophet of the council oh the prophet that was an innate mm-hmm. uh julian's gonna take that yeah <laughs> well, yeah <laughs> sounds good also remembering back to an item julian has julian took the ring of the shadow. Are there any symbols that have that same symbol? Anywhere in this pl- that he's seen? Uh, yes. That one is one of the most nondescript because it is a shadow of normalcy. It is a shadow of what the council wants the world to see. Sounds like we've reached a good ending point for the episode. We will have to find out what is going on with Sam next time. Stay tuned, everybody. Have a good one. Thank you for listening to Bone Thrower's Theater. Our cast is Aaron, Ellie, Jeff, Jeremy, Johnny, and Jordan. We are releasing this podcast under a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, 3.0 unported license. That means you can share the podcast, but please do not modify it or try to gain financially from it. If you would like to visit our website, you can do so at bonethrowerstheater.com. If you would like to send us an email, you can do so at bonethrowerstheater at gmail.com. Our Twitter handle is bonethrowerstheater. You can also look us up on Facebook and subscribe to our YouTube channel. And until next time, may the bones fall ever in your favor. This has been a Nerd Circle podcast production.